First up continues here on TSN Radio. And I think there's a lot of Toronto Maple Leafs fans, Coco, who are hoping that the recent struggles of the Tampa Bay Lightning are something that may continue on into the postseason. The Lightning have lost five in a row, eight of their last ten. They're benching their best players. They're getting shut out by the Carolina Hurricanes. But what does that mean, considering the Stanley Cup pedigree of the Lightning and the organization? There's only one man to ask that question to. And it's Eric Erlinson, the founder of Lightning Insider. We'll get to him in just a moment. But it's not a simple situation there in Tampa. I mean, these are some real issues. And they could easily turn it around tomorrow. Would I be stunned if they didn't? If they just started ripping off wins left and right? But you would have expected a response from Tampa. Like, you point Stamkos and Gujarat were benched for an entire period. And then the next game, they get shut out 6 nothing have four shots through two periods. It's it's quite stunning. That was the response. And the fact that Tampa just completely laid an egg, that says a lot about what's going on right there. Yeah, and that's sort of the thing I question, right? Because normally with a team with this much experience and you know this much trust in their top players, you would expect a better response than that. But... Uh, Coach Cooper tried to push a button mm-hmm. and clearly <laughs> Wrong button. didn't work. So I, <laughs> I I don't know what the problem is there. Let's ask. Let's uh, ask Eric Erlinson, Lightning reporter for 22 years, founder of LightningInsider.com. Good morning, Eric. I know it's hot down there in Florida, but is the heat has a heat found its way into the Tampa Bay Lightning locker room this morning? Uh, there's certainly some belief that that could be happening. Uh, maybe not as hot as the weather is outside. Um, but yeah, I mean, just as you guys talked about there, you know, it's, I mean, that's a, that's a bold move by John Cooper to sit, not just one guy, three guys, three very important guys for an entire period. And, you know, they did get a response from the team in the third period of that game against Buffalo. Uh, they, they actually kind of climbed themselves back into that game. Uh, yeah, and I think you were looking for a little bit more out of them on, on Sunday. I mean, some of the advanced numbers that, uh, that were coming out, especially after the first period, I've never seen numbers that low. You know, their expected goal rates, according to natural statric, were 0.05. I've never <laughs> seen a number that low uh, with, the, with the analytics like that. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what the response is tomorrow. Uh, yesterday was always going to be a tough game regardless, right? Carolina's just a machine. Lightning are in the middle of a slump. Uh, they're in the middle of uh, a lot of games in a short period of time. They got 19 games in 33 days, and they're right in the middle of that right now. Uh, four consecutive weeks of back-to-back games on weekends, so it, it's a difficult stretch in that aspect. So, uh, but with tomorrow against Philly, we'll see. I think that's the real response. I think that's the real time to see what that move by John Cooper is ultimately going to result in. So, Eric, what has been the issue with the Tampa Bay Lightning over the last stretch here? They're they're two and eight in their last ten. They've lost five in a row. Is it you know the offense? Is it the star players? Is it the way this team plays defense? Is it their goaltending? I mean, they've they've been outscored twenty seven eleven in their last five games. What have you pinpointed the the the, the issue with this group or, over the last stretch? It's the defense. If if you look at you know, the reason why they're giving up that number of goals or the number of opportunities and the grade A quality that they're giving up that we're not used to this team doing. You know, they're usually pretty good about protecting, you know, the middle parts of their ice. 
uh, but they've just been exposed uh, on the backside in terms of wide-open looks behind them. Uh, the game against Buffalo here a week ago, not the one over the weekend, but, you know, the, the Sabres scored three breakaway goals and one on a three-on-one. I mean, that's just not indicative of a team that has been to three straight Stanley Cup finals and won two of them that has done it, you know, primarily off of defense. And even John Cooper last week said that, you know, we have to get back to the mentality that you have to check your way into scoring chances. And that's, that's the mentality that this team has had over the past couple years uh, that's led them to, to success is that, you know, good offense comes from playing good defense. Take care of one end, and you're a skilled enough team up front that you're going to get your opportunities, and there's a good chance you're going to capitalize on enough of them to win games. That's missing right now. Uh, they're, they're not, you know, putting in the right type of commitment to playing that style of game. And, and it can be hard for a team in their situation that's been to, you know, had so much playoff success to get up for games in March, when, especially when they're facing teams like Buffalo and Pittsburgh that are so desperate for points. Uh, so maybe that factors into it. Um, but it, it's, it's been a defensive play, and, you know, their mindset just hasn't been where they know it needs to be. Uh, and that's something that they have to get back uh, pretty soon. Uh, I don't think there's any panic going on right now, uh, but there is some concern because of the way they're playing this. You know, they go through slumps like this, it seems, around this time every year. But this one feels just a little bit different just because of the way it's happening. Yeah, for sure it does. And and like I said earlier, the fact that when a coach makes a statement like that, you would expect a better response than what you saw yesterday. But you mentioned the defense. In yesterday's game, we saw Victor Hedman suffer an injury, and he left the game. Is there any concern that this might be something that keeps him out a, a little bit of time? Well, he at least tried to come back, right? And especially, as you know, Carlo, in, in Carolina, the, the exit is across the ice, right? So it's not you can't just sneak back onto the bench. So we all saw him come back and uh, at least give it a try. He tried to take one more shift, said he couldn't do it. I, I think what the concern has to be, though, is that when, you know, it was, it was, not, a, it was not a bad hit or anything like that. He, he just fell awkwardly, awkwardly to the ice and pointed to his lower back. And, boy, you start pointing in that area, you know, yeah, I think there is some concern. Obviously, we didn't get any update on him uh, from John Cooper after the game. But, um, yeah, I, I think there has to be some concern moving forward. We won't know until tomorrow and get a, a little bit of a better idea on, on where he stands. But, uh, boy, if he's going to miss some time, whew, there's, there's two players this team really can't afford uh, to have uh, out for a long period of time. One is Andre Vasilevsky. The other is Victor Hedman. Eric, what did you make of the Lightning's approach at the trade deadline? We saw them blow everybody's minds out of the water with the acquisition for Tanner Janot and the price they paid for him, and then they make the minor move with Nemestikov, and people thought that moving on from that salary, maybe there was another move to be made there, and there was rumors of them being linked to a guy like Joel Edmondson on the back end, but overall, what did you make of their approach at the deadline? Yeah, we'd even heard some potential links to uh, Colton Perenko, who wasn't necessarily on, um, you know, the market, but uh, neither was Tanner Janot, and, and the Lightning found a way to bring him in. I, I'm not surprised by his uh, approach. You know, there's there's two areas that they needed. They needed bottom six upgrade uh, and with speed, and they certainly addressed that, and the other one would have been at least some defensive depth. They couldn't get that one done. Um, you know, not that they weren't in the market for it, but, you know, they don't have a lot of capital work with anymore, right? They didn't have a first this year, next year, or in 2025. They don't have a second this year and next year. So, you you know, what you had to offer was not um, much at all. 
But in bringing in, as you know, they needed some speed. They needed some, you know, physicality. Eventually, they're going to need somebody to replace Pat Maroon. I think Tanner Janot is that guy. That's a very high price to pay. I think it's a stick shock when you look at it, for sure. Um, but, you know, Julian Breezeball has proven in the past that, I mean, look, we all thought he way overpaid for Barkley Goudreau when he got him in for a first-round draft pick. And, uh, boy, he turned into an important player, you know, in their two cup championship seasons. So, um, I think it is an overpay, especially when you see what some of the other players went for. But it's, you know, like it's not just a rental player. Uh, you know, the one thing about Julian is approach every year, he tends to find guys with term or contract control. Uh, and that's certainly the case here. Janot is a restricted free agent. I think they'll find a way, you know, to sign him to a little bit of a longer term deal uh, once the season ends. Uh, and then Mikey Asimont, uh he's going to be a group six at the end of the season. So he'll be a UFA, but. You know, they like his speed and some of his tenacity. So they've upgraded the bottom six with something they needed, and that is some speed, some physicality, uh, and some competitiveness. Four games in a row at home for Tampa following their five straight losses. Home to Philly, Vegas, Chicago, and Winnipeg coming up. So for Lightning fans, they hope they pick up some wins. For Leaf fans, I think four losses would suffice. Uh, Eric Erlinson, <laughs> uh, who covers the Lightning for LightningInsider.com. Thank you for doing this. I appreciate the time, guys. Be well. Always, uh, Eric Erlinson. And I don't know, it, the thing about if this was literally any other team in the NHL. I'd be like, "Ooh, man, this is bad. Yeah. They are in big trouble." Yeah. But it's the Lightning, and like that Stanley Cup. I hate to use it; it's so cliche. The pedigree, the DNA, it's there. Yeah, but uh, look, it's and again, I'm with you on this. But at some point, this all has to come to an end, does it not? Yeah, maybe I mean, a second round you, loss. We, 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 okay, but hold on a second. We say the same thing about the Raptors, right? Their DNA, the way they well, play defense. Well, see, that, we do say that, but the Raptors' two best players from that championship run aren't on the team. All the best okay. players in Tampa are still there. There are, but they've also subtracted a lot of pieces on that team. I mean, Ryan McDonough's not there yeah. on the back end anymore. But, I mean, let's just, this is Kucherov and Hedman and Vasilevsky and Point right, and Stamkos. Right, the but what Kawhi and Lowry. Is, but what I'm saying not, is, is, like, even this year when the Raptors went through those struggles, we were like, oh, you know, they, they'll find a way to turn it around as long as they play defense. They can't shoot. Mm-hmm. That's, why, that's why they're not that good. They can't shoot. And, obviously, they go out and they, they bring in a big piece like Pearl at the deadline. The Tampa Bay Lightning, you're absolutely right. They have the guys that have been there, done that. But the thing that that has maybe tipped the scale a little bit to level of concern is the fact that John Cooper tried to push his buttons on Saturday, and he made sure the whole world knew about it. And the response after coming out of terrible, that, man, terrible response. Like you just wonder where where the message is in that room, you know? Like uh, how how the guys are really feeling about themselves and and the situation. Look, a- any good any good team would would say confidently, we've we've been there, we've done that, we feel confident we're going to get out of it. But your play is the is is the thing that normally does the talking, and that play yesterday could be the furthest thing from feeling confident about getting out of a slump. It's not often game 64 of the season means a lot for the Tampa Bay Lightning, but I think tomorrow night against the Philadelphia Flyers is a big one for Tampa. We'll see how they perform then. At least taking on the New Jersey Devils tomorrow, the Raps and the Nuggets tonight from Denver. Got a play in that game, my FanDuel best bets. A couple of NHL games as well. I'll let you know what they are next.